I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair question. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair question. It's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair quest, quest, question. Hello, and welcome to Vic Cohen's It's a Fair Question. And it is a fair question. Always, you're listening to us live from beautiful, stunning, glittering, luscious, Los Angeles's Skid Row Studios. Again, the reason I call the show It's a Fair Question is because on this show, there is no such thing as a bad question. Every question is a good question. There's no question that is ever off limits. And tonight, we have a very, very funny guy. Now, years ago, he and I met on the Queen Mary. And no, it was not a romantic date or a weekend away. <laughs> Although it, is, it was quite memorable. Uh, there was used to be comedy shows in Long Beach on the Queen Mary. And um, it, was a rough, it was a little bit of a rough room, I felt. A little odd room. But a really great place to work because I got to meet him and his really amazing wife. His credits are very impressive. The Sopranos, Without a Trace, Oz, Sex in the City, even America's Got Talent. He calls himself the Brooklyn Buddha. Jimmy De La Valle, how are you? I'm very good, Vic Cohen. This is uh, this is really cool down here, man. I didn't know there was going to be video. I have a zit on my nose. Well, it suits you. Uh, yeah, it does. Well, for the skid row, I feel very skid row. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a quarter. Good. You, you can tr you <laughs> try and heal that thing. Good. Actually, it's not very noticeable. Oh yeah. You know, and it's cute. Yeah, it's cute. It, it's it lets everyone know you're real. Like an Italian Rudolph. That's <laughs> like at this point. Now let's talk about the Italian Buddha, the name, because I thought about this, right? And I think it's a way for you never to have to go on a diet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just say, yeah. "Fuck it, I'm the Italian Buddha." Right, right. The Brooklyn Buddha. The Brooklyn <laughs> the, Buddha. The Brooklyn yeah, Buddha. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know what happened was it's funny because um it, nobody ever asked the question. It's weird sometimes. A lot of times they're like, people are like intimidated, like radio shows, like, hey, the Brooklyn Buddha, they're, they're excited, they're just excited that, oh, we got, oh, I saw you on this, or I saw you on this team, oh, you're so funny, you know, that stuff. And then this guy, uh, yesterday, I did a, a, what the hell, at a Roscoe Media Center, I did a, a show, and he was like, let's talk about Brooklyn Buddha, how did we get it? And I actually realized how, like, I've never really told the story. And what happened is um, I was doing a show at Junior's Last Laugh, which is a great comedy club. People that know comedy know it's a great club. It's in Erie, Pennsylvania. The hub, the center, yeah. ground zero of yeah. comedy. Yeah, Erie, Pennsylvania, huge, yeah. But no, it is <laughs> it is a phenomenal comedy club. If you look it up, you'll see the headliners that work there. And, and I'm working there, and uh, girls are coming up to me after the show. My wife, who's my girlfriend then, is the girls are rubbing. Who's your girlfriend now? Uh, well, yeah, I, I have a couple of gumas, yeah. So yeah, go on. Sorry. So they're rubbing, they're they're rubbing my stomach. They're like, because I did this stuff thing about my stomach and blah blah. They're rubbing my stomach, and and the girls, oh Buddha, Buddha. And then my wife is like watching. So the whole week she's watching of like six shows. She's going, what is? Well, you know, you should charge these bitches <laughs> to fucking touch you. Right. And and so I did. Like for you two, charged them? Yeah, for two shows. On, I charged on like stage. five dollars. That's and, funny. And then there was like a little line of like twenty girls. And then the line got bigger. And I actually should 
just I, I realized yesterday, fuck it, I'm going to start bringing it back. You Why wanna, not? Like I hadn't did it in like, well, it's like being a prostitute. <laughs> at that yeah, point. it doesn't matter. You know what? You know? Like I do think. I don't have to bring shirts. I just bring my fucking fat ass just show stomach. That, my show Buddha. that. Well, you do. You do look. Are you a happy guy? You know, the Buddha's always shown smiling. Yeah. Well, you know, I got to meet all the famous Buddhas. I was just in Japan. And, I didn't uh, know there were famous Buddhas. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's where they all... Were they playing at a club? Yeah, no. Are they funny? No. Is that where they're There's just these huge statues, and I got to go see oh, them and okay. take pictures with them. And not making this up, my wife can vouch for me. These kids were coming up to me and taking pictures. Oh, you, I like to take pictures. You look <laughs> like the Buddha. Like, it was so stupid. So these little wow. Japanese yeah. kids are taking my pictures and then they're having me fill something out. So late, like I, my ego's like, oh my! My wife's like, of course, fucking people know you in Japan. Are you kidding me? And where they're asking for your autograph? Yeah, my autograph. Right? Did you charge the kids five bucks no, to touch your belly? Because no, that would be creepy. No. Okay. But the funny thing was, I found out later it was like they need to get like a little fat American. <laughs> <laughs> that was their. That was their school. <laughs> yeah, that Project. it was a scavenger hunt. Find the one guy with a big stomach. American. <laughs> they don't have to walk, look far, probably. I mean, yeah. You know. But the weird thing is, in an odd way, you do kind of look in shape. I And you do have a belly. I mean, like, it's... Yeah, the belly is... It doesn't make sense in a way. It's ridiculous. It's, um, I had a double hernia. It ruined my body. It ruined my body. I mean, right out of uh, high school, I was like a, a JCPenney's model. You know what I mean? Like, Wait a minute. Hold on now. I don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah. Usually people are like, you know, no, like, like Nordstrom or, you know. Well, you know. That's... I was a Costco model yeah. back when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I know. But you, okay. But I think it was like 40 or 80 bucks an hour. I mean, it, it was good money. Yeah. And and then. Uh, so then what the fuck happened? The, well, I, <laughs> Too much pasta. Yeah, yeah. No, there's, um, and my family runs the hernia, the, the double hernia. My father had it. My brother had it. And it's hereditary. It's non-issue. It was going to have to happen. So I got the hernia and I got the surgery. But I feel like he ruined me. You know what I mean? Like that my stomach, it, it comes to a point really? now. Like if I lay on my back, it comes to like this this weird fucking point. It, it like, ugh. No, he didn't ruin you. He gave you an act. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So you so some of that the, the distended belly of the Buddha exactly. you're saying is from surgery. It is. Oh, it I'll is. start to use that one. Yeah. If yeah. I you know develop a belly, it's surgery, medical, it's medical I'm issue. The descended Buddha. Well, descended Buddha. You know, when I think of the Buddha, I think of spirituality, mm -hmm. and I think of wisdom. Right now, are you a spiritual man? Um, I am. I am Catholic. I know you're not wise. I'm Catholic. <laughs> I'm I, yeah. pray, I pray to God every night. My wife uh, is, tells me I'm a fake Catholic now because we don't go to church anymore. Um, we're supposed to go to church, you know. And every once in a while, she get on this kick about going to church about you know, Sunday. The least you know, she'll say the same shit that my mom did. It's the least you could do. He gives you all week. You can't give him an hour. I go. It's never fucking an hour. It's two right. hours. I always like when people say that's true. That's funny. Yeah, and people always say to me like, um, I, I consider myself actually really spiritual in a lot of ways. That uh, it, it helps when you're a single guy. You know, it'd be very <laughs> to right. say. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's not really about that. It's just I, I feel like something bigger. I really do, and I try and I want right. to connect to that because then sure. it's not about me. I like to. It's too much work. Of to course, always be about you know. I don't want to run the show, as they say. It's nice to have 
feel like there's something bigger. Right, right. Takes the pressure off. Yeah, yeah. Still gonna do the work, but but um, what was my point? I had a. I suddenly was getting deep. It's comedy ADD. Yeah, comedian ADD. We have it. uh, Do you think? Oh, well. Let me ask. I mean, I am curious though. um, Do you? uh, Do you? So, do you have a spiritual practice? I mean, you said you talk to God. You go. You pray every night. Yeah, yeah. I do. Just I do a little prayer every night, and uh, she she says it doesn't count because I don't go to church for it. But you know what? God is. uh, He's actually, you know, uh, he's taking care of me. I mean, I've been through some crazy stuff, man. Since I moved out to L.A., L.A. was, uh, um, L.A. can make you very, um, I guess the word is, I don't know if it's lazy, like it can change your dream. Like you can change your dream constantly in L.A. What does explain that? Yeah, it's weird. Do you know the comedian uh, Josh Nasser? Yeah, I know Josh. Right? Yeah. So... I don't want to, I didn't want to go on the road anymore. I just wanted to do acting. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I don't want to make 50, 60,000 a year. I'll just get a job making 50, 60 and I can audition. Mm-hmm. So Josh is like, dude, come to my, come to my house. So he lives in this like gorgeous house in Hollywood. Are Hills. we talking meat sales? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking meat sales. Josh is a great guy. So he yeah, takes really me good guy. and he teaches me meat sales. For three days straight. Yeah, you'd be perfect for that. Dude, we go in people's houses and he's literally selling meat like fucking 2500 or 5000 He's like, yeah, Jimmy. He's like, if you sold 5000 today, I'd give you like 65%. I'm like, really? Are you fucking like this is what I could do? So I'm watching them every day. And the third day, and I practiced my pitch and everything. Like the third day, he was going to let me go on my own. Right. I fucking called in sick to work. <laughs> to him. You called Josh, said I'm not feeling well. I, I didn't I didn't feel well. Okay. And because we had been out in the rain and selling meats, and it doesn't normally rain here, but it was right. raining during that little training. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the comedian Greg Vaccarello didn't want to go on the road no more. And he did meat sales like a few months before that too. He was trying it. And he was That's like, hilarious. oh fuck. So it was like comics yeah. need money. You know, yeah. I mean, it only helps. And you want to be in town if you want to do TV and film. Exactly. So what happened? Uh, so you were, we started this this story with the idea that dreams change. So, yeah. So, so, so that's what happened. My dream, uh, it was like, well, do I not want to go? Like every day I say, uh, you know... Uh, um, you know, sign of the cross, and then I say, uh, am I going to be a famous comedian, famous actor, famous writer? And I say it every day. And, uh, and you know, and whatever, he says yes, or, you know, he never says no. And if he says no. Is he a magic eight ball? Be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God is a magic <laughs> eight later. ball. Ask later. Come back later. <laughs> yeah. And so then so then I do that. And then, uh, and then one day I was like, hey. So then I started, and I went back to, like, what I knew about, like, dealing uh, craps and blackjack. And I started, like, doing parties. And I was like, oh, I don't have to go on the road. I can just make money doing the parties here. Then I did some underground mafia stuff here. Now, wait, hold on. I almost got killed. Hold on a second. So when you say doing parties, are you saying that you were doing gambling parties? Yeah. And you were, when you say doing, performing comedy? No. You were working I was dealing craps or blackjack. And these are illegal operations in the city of Los Angeles? They ended up being the ones that got really scary. But no, they have like, you know, like when you go to like, let's say you go to Beverly Hilton and they have like a casino party there at some guy's. You buy chips and it's all fake. Yeah, exactly. And then you win something and you cash in the chips at the end of the night. So I started dealing those, but I already knew how to deal because I worked at Mohegan Foxwoods, different casinos, Turning Stone. 
as a real dealer. Really? Yeah. Wow. While you were doing comedy? Um, yeah, that's what happened was I was a huge gambler and I got really caught up gambling big time and uh and got into the huge debt and uh, How much debt? Hundreds it's of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. Half a million? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was up there. Three quarters of a million? Uh it it, it was it was between a quarter and and a half a million. Now, yeah. how does one get unsecured money like that? Or, um, I mean, I had fucking credit that was like eight. My credit score, uh, credit score, yes, it was eight. It was eight twenty. I had phenomenal credit. So you were pulling money off credit cards. I had never did that before, and now, and when being out here, changing the dream, I ended up being out there in Vegas gambling all the time. And what they were wow. doing was they were they were tricking me. I became such a high roller. They would send me fifteen hundred a week, every week. All Cash? To, yeah, yeah. Out all, of their bank. All I had to do is show up, and they give me fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred. Just 1500. play. It seem like play money, right? Yeah, yeah, but like, it's it's real money. No, you know I got I mean? it. Yeah. I got it. But that's I didn't even knew they did that. So I was every Saturday night. I would do. I would deal those parties on Fridays and Saturdays here, and as soon as I uh, leave. Like get done at like ten, eleven o'clock. I jump in the car, go pick up, go check into a gorgeous room at the Palazzo or Venetian. That's where my deal was on, at that, at on that. the house. Yeah, yeah, and I could check in early. It didn't matter, you know. Like, and they they'd give me five days a week, anywhere. So they knew they kind of like had you. They had you. They knew where you. Yeah, were. yeah. So how many years ago was this? And that was. Uh, um, Probably in like 2007, 2008, something okay, like so that. So we're in 14, so yeah. six years ago. Yeah, yeah. So now this is probably, I, you and I were hanging at that Queen Mary probably a few years earlier. You, uh -huh. You're kind of newer to LA, I think, at the mm -hmm. time. 2004. And, yeah, and it's like, um, we're going to talk about your wife in a minute, but she is, it's weird. I don't really remember guys' wives or girls. I mean, I just don't. But your wife is just so... I don't even use the word lovely because that's kind of an odd word. I don't know. It's not very yeah. hip, but she's just lovely. Like, yeah, she's, she's, I don't know what other word to describe. Just, how did you end up with her? You know, <laughs> what a fucking ball breaker, right? Me and you met my best friend, Tim, the other day. You met little mm -hmm. Tim, you know, and the other guy, I didn't even know. He was like the camera guy at that shoot that I did. That guy that, that you met when we were at Panera. Which shoot? Um, that we were just doing these stupid little videos. Okay, this now just yeah. so you all know, uh, Jimmy and I kind of lost touch, and then it was so weird. I, we were in Studio City, which is in the Valley, and he spotted me. I he was Jimmy, I was just eating. Jimmy needs Jimmy needs like an entourage. Like he's got like four <laughs> guys here. He brings his friend Chad here tonight. You know. <laughs> no, you know it's funny. There's like your like Russell Peters is a good friend of mine. Kevin Hart. These guys all have entourages. I have these. I have my guys that I don't want, want to call them entourages. That they're, they're my friends to the end. These, I know. These I'm are, just being playful. No, with no, no, no. But I just want to let you know because me and Chad actually had a talk about this the other. Day. I said, Yo, lots of really big things are done. Like I'm going to headline some major theaters and headlining Levity Live crazy i'm gonna do my special and i said yo i want you to be there i go i want you to see what it's like and then i want to see you spawn off in the next three to five years and do this yourself yeah you know well, what i mean I think like, that's great because you know helping people is really you know it, i think it's all about you know mm -hmm. and also you end up helping yourself because it's just a nice feeling you know to be able to give back 
Yeah. You know, and, and so I think that's great. So with Vegas, how did you, did you have to declare bankruptcy to pull yourself out? Yeah, this is what happened. Um, I had this like, so I go to this huge, like the best, I go to my accountant and I say, I want the best. Um, um, and what's your wife saying during all this? She must have been losing her mind. She doesn't know. She doesn't oh. know. I'm hiding this from her like <laughs> nice. a scumbag, right? So oh. I'm hiding this. So I'm You're still paying, married. Yeah. yeah right now. Yeah. So I'm paying like. Four thousand to uh, six thousand a month, hiding it from her. She doesn't know. How that, does she not see your this bills? Is, no, this is, dude. It, it became like paperless. I'm going running to the mail, taking it. You know, whatever. I'm just hiding every possible thing I can from her. And then, and uh, you know, Chad knows and Tim knows. And some, and then I borrowed some money and then paid the guys back. And and I went through all this stuff. And then what happened was like, okay, this is. Uh, this is enough. Like, we, like when you, so I had to go to Gamblers Anonymous. And, yeah, uh, great. And, and it's like, this is enough. Actually. I don't want to fucking do this no more. I, I can't do this. So Step I'm, one. Yeah, You're so powerless. I'm, yeah, so I'm hanging out with all these famous actors here in Hollywood, and they're all my boys. I mean, when I tell you, like, A-list actors, all were my good friends yeah. from uh, the Anonymous situation. Sure. And then um, what happened was, uh, my sponsor fucked me over. I called him and I said, "Yo, I'm I'm gonna break, man. I'm going to fucking Vegas. I, I gotta. I just I'm fucking annoyed with shit." Da, da, da. And he doesn't call me back. And I called him. I say, "Hey, man, I'm I'm going. I'm going, man." How you long need... sober were you up to that point? Um, I was. Uh, it was like a. It was only it was only a few months at that point. Okay, and just so you all know, when we say sober, we're not talking about alcohol. Yeah, you can, people have sobriety. Whether it can be a food, it can you know it, it, yeah. as far as eating certain foods. If they eat it, it's like they're drinking. As far as what's called sobriety at right. GA, sobriety would be not gambling. Right, right. So you had been a f three months. You said yeah, right? it was about yeah, almost three, three months. Three, okay, and so you call your sponsor as people do in these programs yeah. to. Because that's what they're partially yeah. there for to help you, and he doesn't answer. Uh, yeah, and I go and I and I go to Vegas, or I'm not Vegas. I go to, um, I go to uh, the Morongo, <laughs> and I lose. I'm not laughing. That I just right. the Morongo commercials just went in my yeah. head with the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I go to Morongo and I lose twelve thousand in less than mm. four hours. Oh, and I'm like, whoa, motherfucker, what is wrong with me? Blah, blah, blah. And then that was uh, that was it. And I was like, all right, fuck this. Fuck, I don't need GA. I can do this on my own. And then I did it. And I was and I was clean for a while. And then my dad died. Uh. And then I actually gambled a little bit after he died. And then I hadn't gambled for a long time. And then I started getting invited to these celebrity poker tournaments. So I was like fucking playing these celebrity things. So Jason Alexander, I went to this one. And um, was it last year? And then um, I, I play play poker now. It's like a thing that my wife's okay with it. I play poker. It's not, no one's getting hurt. Like they're like tournaments, like $20. It's just like playing normal, you know, like okay. how my father would play like $40 a week. Like it's nothing that hurts me. Okay, couple questions. There's no endorphin craziness. Like I'm not freaking out to go gamble again. Right. You know what I mean? Now, um, I really want to hear this. I'm yeah. very curious. Now. Yeah. Um, when it comes to gambling or any addiction, there's often a high that is indescribable. Mm -hmm. Like people, especially the kind of the process, like the ones that don't require an actual needle in the arm or a snort. It's kind of like 
like a lot of guys and ladies, right. I get it through shopping. Right. Or like I said, food or sex. Mm-hmm. Now describe that craving where nothing is going to be able to stop you. You're runaway train and you've got to get to that casino. Describe that feeling. Well, the the feeling is, I mean, it's it, it it's literally like playing craps. I'd be playing craps and it would like seven out. Like I'm, I was so crazy and I got mad. I'd get mad. Like, like, uh, I don't know if Chad was ever there. I think he was there when he'd see me yell, but some, some, uh, other comics and stuff. Cause he was in New York, I think, but, but I, he's gambled next to me before and, uh, he's not even playing. He's just watching actually one With time, John, the one time, one time we were doing shows and I fucking snapped on him because I said, uh, snapped on Chad. Your yeah. Friend. Yeah. Cause I said, he goes, he goes, Hey man, I never played roulette before. I want to play roulette. Yeah, he's fucking laughing back there, right? Right, we got Chad here in the So studio. I buy in for like 2000 bucks. Oh. Right? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, so I fucking get the money, and I start putting this, 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 and I turn around, and he's not there. Mm. And I'm like, where the fuck is he? And then I lose money, I lose money, lose money, so I lose like almost a two grand, and he comes mm. back, he's got a coffee. What the fuck? Will you fucking laugh? And he goes, oh, yeah, I went to go. I go, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck. You stay. You don't ask. Like, but I, you were really over the top angry at him. Oh, dude, I was... Did you, think, did you want to take a swing at him? Like, were you that in your addiction? You were like... Yeah, I don't think I've ever hit him. I have hit <laughs> I have hit dudes. Like, I've hit people that have... There's, um... While gambling. In the gambling kind of thing, in that haze of the addiction? Yeah. You know what? Because I do have a willpower. I know that it's not, you know, it, it's not their fault. But, like, if... You know, like, um, I'll tell some of my my friends, like, if like when I was gambling, I'm like, look, dude, if I win 30000 or if I get even today, I'm stuck 6000 I get six, dude, just be like, that's it, and grab my money. Like, well, dude, I, you know, and, and you'll tell them to do it, and they'll say, yeah, they're going to do it, and then they don't, and then you end up losing another 5000 on top of that 6000 right. And I'm like, on the way home, like, what the fuck? Why didn't you stop me? And they're like, well, I didn't think if I, you know, I wouldn't I want someone to stop me. Because you're the Buddha. Yeah, because I'm the Buddha. And we don't get in the way of the Buddha. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you did the, uh, you had to declare bankruptcy. Yeah. And that got you clean a little bit. And then you had to do that. So you're in the probably cleaning up the wreckage now with some credit, right? Um, Yeah, no, I um cleaned everything. Uh, it, it really, it really cleaned up everything. It gave me a whole new life. Mm-hmm. Like I would never, ever catch myself up like that again. Now, what about, um, Describe for me the moment you had to disclose to your wife yeah. that, unbeknownst to her, under her nose, you had accrued debt between you know a quarter of a million to a half a million yeah. dollars, which she is a part of that. Right. What? So, how do you do that? How do you tell your wife that? Well, here's the thing. So I'm sitting here with and and daily there became this thing like when I would gamble. And lose or win didn't matter. I'd come home and I'd tell her just, oh, I just love you so much. I love you. And she's like, oh, and I, and, and I just like would be like overly affectionate, like love you so much. Oh, I'm so fucking happy to be married. I got so lucky. And like, and then once I revealed that, that I thought that's what it was like, oh, every time I gambled, I, I went really crazy. It was like, oh, I love you, love, 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 love. And then I realized that I actually, as, as sappy as this sounds, I do that every day anyways. Like now, I still- You did it just, to me. Yeah, so, I, I do. I mean, it's not even I'm, your I'm wife. I'm very affectionate. And I saw yeah. you doing that with Chad. Right. 
And but, Jenny, our boy. <laughs> yeah, everyone. He's a loving guy. Yeah. So, okay, go on. So yeah. so now um, I'm dealing with that whole thing. And, um, and, and it was like probably two or three months of me fucking paying these four to six thousand minimum payments on all these cards. Four to six thousand. That's what I'm fucking paying, right? Are you like, as they say, robbing, like you doing the whole thing with the yeah. credit card, taking yeah. money out of this, yeah. and then those interest rates. Oh. Right, right. So now I'm going, I'm going like this, and I'm going, you know, I think I'm, I'm going to do BK. I think I'm going to do BK. What's she's BK? A bankruptcy, right? I think okay. I'm going to do BK. And she's like, she's like, what? We're not even bad in debt. No, we'll be out of debt in no time, you know, in a year or something, you know, like whatever. And I'm thinking, oh, no, no, no. Like, and, and, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I went to my father during the situation and uh, God rest his soul. And um, I borrowed some money. He, he wouldn't, he couldn't give me any money. You know, they're not rich or nothing. And I said, Hey dad, I, I'd like, you know, some, some it, was a, it was a big chunk of money. He's like, he's like, no, nah, I, I, I can't, can't give you money like that. He goes, you know, you're just, he goes, why can't you just gamble like a normal person? Why do you have to fucking gamble like a mental case and da, da, da. So now I fucking hate Bank of America because I go to Bank of America literally the next day and I'm just like paying my minimum payment. Yeah. And they go, oh, here, sign here. And I go, what's this for? They go, oh, just as if you want, you know, they're going to give you a credit card because you've been paying. And then they send me a credit card for like 50 grand the next week. And I'm like, and I can do cash advance on the whole thing. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Like what's, and then I took the money out and did the craziness. And So it just kept going. Yeah. It was never going to end. I had to like, you know, I watch these Dr. Drew shows and all this stuff. And I know all these fucking celebrities that have been the sex addicts and all these things. Like, I'm friends with a lot of these guys. I know these guys. I'm not saying their names. But I'm always, like, annoyed with, like, Dr. Drew's the greatest, Dr. Drew this, this. The guy, of course, knows how to get you better, but you can't get better until you want to get better. It's willingness. You have to fucking want to do it. You got a bottom. Right. It's you got to be bottom. like, I'm just done. My friend's mom is uh, a, a, a mafia fucking m mother. Back in New York. What does that mean? You know, like the family is like a big mob mob family. Wait and, a minute. You know people in mom? What yeah, a shocker. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll never forget because we were, with, I was with my wife and, uh, and uh, she's like, hey, you want to go, you want to go to uh, Foxwoods? And I go, I go, nah. And she goes, yeah. He does. And, and Vanessa's like, no, nah, he doesn't gamble no more. And then she said something. And to this day, I've been thinking like, what, what is it? I can't remember, but it was like, she goes, oh, you fucking hit the floor. You know, like it was something <laughs> like that. It was this great saying. Like you, you had a bottom, like you was. Yeah, done. it was like when you're running, you hit the wall, you know, something like, right. but you hit the floor, your neck broke with a half, you know, something like that. And I'm like, fuck, what was that? And I asked my buddy, you know, his mother, and, and he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't remember. And she doesn't remember what she said. And I'm like, so I, it's like forever. I'm searching for what she well, said. Here's here's what I'm really yeah. curious about still. I'm I'm still wanting to hear that moment when you tell your wife, I'm whatever, yeah. 400 grand. Yeah. We yeah. are for Right. Tell me what her face looks like yeah. and what she says. So she looks at me. So when I fucking tell her, she's like, are you fucking kidding me she's like there's no way what the fuck how the fuck da, da, da. so she's extremely like 
you know, I think she's going to divorce. She's like, I don't want to talk to you or something. I, I really can't remember. I'm a little in the days of whatever happened. Do you think you purposely black, like, kind of blacked it out? It was so traumatic. At you know, that, that, moment? that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. That can happen. I know. Um, she would ask me constantly, and I never gave her the exact number because I never really knew the exact number of everything because I just had. The, I'm like her right now. We need an exact yeah, number. Yeah, was there it 250? Was, was it three? No, there's no, there's no exact number because. Um, I just had the um, the lawyer do it all, and he sent it to me, and I was like, yeah, whatever, and I just signed it just, okay. just so I can handle it. So when I went to, like, when you go to bankruptcy, you go to, like, it's like a little court of just fucking losers that are all filing bankruptcy. Losers. Yeah, and That's we're just, we're literally in a room maybe two, <laughs> si two times this size, and they're like, all right, so you're not going to gamble away all your money again. You're going to be smart. and Because they, they told me, they're like, look, if this is your first offense, They'll wipe it. They'll wipe it clean. So um, they they did. And I was like, I walked out of there. My wife didn't go with me. I went alone and uh, I came home and I said, I'm I'm clean. I, I don't have to nothing. You know, this this is amazing. I don't have to deal with this shit again. But what I did was I, 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 I still kept with my own like program. I, I came up with this thing called Don't Bet Your Life On It. And, and and it was my own program of like, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk into casinos now. It's crazy what I did. And I'd have a few thousand on me. And I'd sit and I'd eat a burger and I'd walk around and watch the craps tables and everything. So I did this for a few years. It sounds like it's playing with fire. Right. Yeah, completely. But it wasn't. It didn't. I didn't want to. And, and, and I would love to walk up to a table and see the dice seven out and the people would lose. And I'd be like. And I just smile, walk away with my pocket full of cash. So you never spent the money except on burgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd eat or have a coffee or something or like prostitute. Yeah, yeah. So that, <laughs> that's that's what it that became. Joke. Yeah, but that's what it became. That it became this craziness, and I was like, okay, that that's that's what's going to happen here. And then uh, um, I talked to a guy in Gamblers Anonymous. He's like, what the fuck is wrong? You don't do that. Da, da, da. And I said, well, you know what, you're. You're still going to meeting every week, and you're going, I'm 35 years since I've gambled. Da, da, da. I said, and guess what? And there's days that you get in a fight with your wife, and then you go and you, and, and most of them, there, there were so many things. I'm not knocking, please, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not knocking Gamblers Anonymous or any anonymouses. I'm just saying my program was not good for me because there was this guy named Mike who I would beat the shit out of if I saw right now. Cause he came up to me and he goes, he goes, oh, he goes. So uh, you say that you don't have any vices, but uh, gambling and sexing. So you were banging these broads and you were gambling and you weren't caring about girls, right? And he says to me, because of everything that happened to him, he said to me, he goes, just so you know, we're sitting out and he smokes and I, I don't smoke, but I'm just hanging with him. And he made me so mad that day. I, I almost want to throw him over the balcony. I'll never forget it. We're sitting there, and he goes. Just so you know, she will never, ever forget, and she might leave you. Just so you know, right? And it was, and I was so mad that, like, I'm like, but if I, you know, I, I and she does. She trusts me now, and, and I'm very honest with her about everything. Like, every dollar. Like, I just um did this show called Fun, Fun Explosion or whatever the fuck it is, some, some uh, film. And they shot like I don't know two hundred films like there, and they're like 
10 or 20 minutes each or whatever. And they're these younger actors. And they hit me up for money. They're like, oh, you're doing good now, Jimmy. Hey, we're doing an IndieGoGoFundMe.com, whatever the fuck it is. And they hit me up for money. Like, hey, can you, you know, can you put like 2000 in or can you put 200 in? Or, right, anything. And I go, I can't put anything in. And they go, well, what do you, dude, how, how can you not? I go, look, dude, I was a degenerate gambler. I can't put money into a thing. That's like a part of my program that I live with. Right. I can't. And, and they're like, well, dude, you can give me, look, I've seen you go and you'll spend money on food. I go, look, that's just money on food. On the Buddha. You can't just put, the Buddha. Can't put 10 bucks in. And, and then I just told the guy, I said, look, I can't put money into your thing. You, you'll get money somehow, but I, I can't. I go, I'm not asking you for money. Don't ask me for money. I go, oh, I God. fucking hate that. That's weird that someone would be like pressing. Dude, hard. pressing me like crazy. So he hits me up today and I think. Today. <laughs> yeah, they have a $20,000 goal. They've made already 7,800. They have 16 days left. Good luck. And he's like, I don't think I'm going to make it. And I go, what is my $10 going to fuck? I go, my $10 is going to make my wife mad at me that I went behind her back and gave you $10 because I already told her I won't put in money for that type of stuff, yeah. you know? So you talk a lot about uh, gambling in your act as far as being an addict. Um, I do. I make it funny. Uh, like yeah, I, I say, yeah. So, yeah, I say, yeah, you know, I, uh, Hey, like, like I'm asking you now, like, uh, Vic, you ever gamble? What's the most you ever lost? Right. Uh, I don't know. A couple hundred dollars. A couple hundred. Well, good. We'll add, you know, six zeros to that, you know, like whatever. Boom. And that's, and I'll mm -hmm. tell the story. And I said, I lost all that in one day on a craps table. And I went to Gamblers Anonymous. I said, I will never, and I came to my wife. I said, honey, I will never, ever gamble again. And she goes, yeah, right. And I said, bitch, you, you want to bet? You want to bet? Bitch. <laughs> Do you want to bet? <laughs> so warm and fuzzy. <laughs> right? So That's then, really funny. So I'm back in the program. You know, like, are you back into GA? No, no, no. <laughs> that's the, but that's the, the, the joke. Of, Mike uh, ruined it for you. Point the bastard, Mike. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was like, she will still leave you. Now, Just because your wife left, you know, right. my wife. My wife is a good well, Catholic Well, the other thing lady. is, the other thing is, I'm going to, this is, you know, in this show, we're always honest. I, yeah. When I get that irate, I I do a little introspection. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm going to be that angry, there's something in me that got touched. Mm -hmm. and I don't know what it is. Like, in other words, if it had nothing, if, like, and I think that would be the thing to be curious about. That's yeah. my Dr. Phil for the day. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like sure. anytime I get so worked up, like it, like the, here's how I look at it. Like if it's not right-sized, you know, like right, like if, right. then I go, okay, then what's my part? Like there's something going on with me. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm in a bad mood or if I hold on to it. Because mm -hmm. he's just some fucking guy. And you're still upset about it. it still bothers you. You know, it's funny. I went on uh, uh, a TV show. They, uh, I was a star. We did a pilot for, uh, I forgot the name of the, company, some reality show. It was called Life at Stake. It was great. It was about all addicts. I was the gambler. There was drugs. There was gambler. sex. It was everything, right? Yeah. Didn't get picked up. Great idea. They were like devastated. I was devastated. But I broke down. They interviewed my wife. We went through a whole thing. Then I did that that thing. I think I told you the simple truth. Okay. Did I, I, I didn't tell you. So I don't remember that. That same company called me up and offered me a lot of money to do a pilot. It was like a game show, like, not, you know, like a oh, deal or no deal. Uh, right, right, right. Yes, we did talk about this. This was on Fox. Yeah. It turned into, um, 
It's where they used a lie detector. Yeah, so it was the moment of truth, but moment I did the truth. simple yeah. truth. And they had a million gambling questions for me because I had told my story just like now. Right, yeah. And then they put, you know, you're a writer, I'm a writer. They fucking wrote it down. Oh, well, let's ask him this. Let's ask him this. Oh, you yeah, know that's what I mean? ground zero for you. Yeah, so it was, uh, and my buddy was sitting there. He was, um. Um, he was on the stage and my wife was on the stage and, you know, and the huge audience and everything. And, and, uh, and, uh, and it was weird. He broke down. He like broke, broke down my friend. And he goes, uh, he goes, man, look, he said, I'm sorry, audience. Like he said, I'm sorry. And he like, he goes, it'll be all right, man. He goes, you're, you're. You just let this stuff go. He goes, talking about this is good. Like, it was, well, the audience was like, oh, and, and the pilot, like, shot through the roof. Like, people were crazy about it. And uh, Is this the pilot that became no. the Moment of Truth, or was this No, they did the version? Moment of Truth, and then they did the Simple Truth was going to be the new show. Okay, Moment of Truth, if you all remember, was the one where people were hooked up to a uh, lie detector test, mm -hmm. and, a guy, and a woman would say to her husband, like, have you ever cheated on me? Or, uh -huh. Did you or, fuck my sister? Yeah. yeah you and, know, yeah. Yeah, or like, you know, who did you like love the more, mm -hmm. our son or our daughter? Mm -hmm. And the guy would have to answer, and if he didn't, I mean, it was... They thought it was a little mean-spirited is right. what the feedback was, even though, you know, and this no. kind of went away. So then there was this new show yeah. that came out a while ago called Simple Truth, or the pilot. It didn't come out, yeah. So we did the pilot, and people went crazy and loved it. And then they were like, look, we want you to do the first show. And, the, and I was like, and me and Vanessa had talked about it, and she's like, you know, that was just, it was too grueling on me. I said, yeah, I don't want to do it either. Well, here's and the I didn't want everybody in the fucking world to hear my story. You can hear it on this 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 type right. of stuff, these satellite channels, that's fine. I don't want to go on Howard Stern on TV and, right. and, you know what I mean, and tell that story, even though I know Howard fucking would love to hear that story. Yeah. Well, the other thing is there's, there's this fine line, which I sometimes think about, and I'm sure you do too. It's like like I'm all about um, any opportunities. You right. know, and I do believe, you know, work begets work. Mm -hmm, and sure. I'll just keep working and working some, you know, and because... It just, I'd rather be working than not working. And right. I think that's the way it has right. to be in this business. Right. Um, but certain things that are like reality, um, I love, I would do any, almost any reality show. I was, but it's pretty funny. I was asked to do a Fox show once and uh, it was this thing, it was like a dating show and um, I was going to come out. I think the hook was going to be short guy, single guy. And I said, yeah, I'll do this stuff about, you know, uh, I'm one, a six foot girl, you know, I'm tired mm -hmm. of it. The short guy needs to win finally, you mm -hmm. know, and whatever. But I was like, so they had me do these, uh, tests. Like they were like, okay, well, in order to move forward, you need to do a psychological test. And there was just no way, like, I'm not doing, I'm like, you know what? I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm not going to be able to move forward. Because I've worked with some of these people. Of course. And I know I'm fucked up. <laughs> right. No, right. I don't need, I said, I said to them, like, well, what if I do the test and I don't, they go, you'll never see the results and you can never disagree with them. So you yeah. get some guy, like some, there was this like uh, psychologist in mm -hmm. Pasadena, what, he's going to sit and read, you know, like 30, oh, and they need to, they're paid a ton of money, these doctors. So they mm -hmm. need to find stuff. They really want to get in your head. So, um... I said, no, thank you. The other thing is there, I remember uh, they, they did this thing where they asked me some questions with a, like a screen behind me, like with some cheap camera in the audition. They're like, okay, can you just dance for us a little? 
You know, I'm like, well, I, I don't want that used on. Oh, no, it will never be used, you yeah. know. And then sure enough, I watched the show. And, of course, these guys looking like jackasses are dancing. And, you know, I was like, I'm so uh -huh. happy I didn't do it. Of course. And also, how does that really, like, um, a lot of my stuff is kind of reality. My comedy stuff, like How We Do It, which I did along, you mm -hmm. know, and, and, be, and mm -hmm. then this Deal With It tonight, right. season two yeah. on TBS. That's reality, but I'm acting and I'm, but that other kind of stuff, it's like, there's that fine line. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, with you, it's, I don't know how you win yeah, with no, the sim that simple truth. It was, it was, it was tough for me. You know, they paid me, you know, lump sum of money. So I just did it. You know what I mean? It was like, get the money and run. And then, um, they came to me, hey, man, people loved it. Blah, blah, blah. And then I said, and then they didn't actually end up, um, I don't think they liked who they ended up. Because I didn't do it. So I don't know if they liked who they picked. So they never ended up doing the show. It was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. Now, um, do me a favor. Um, yeah. I know you use the accent for work and all that. And it's yeah. character. -y. Let's just hear you the way you normally talk without well, this, the accent. This is my normal. Let's come on. This Let's is my normal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cute. I love it. I love the whole Buddha. Well, <laughs> you know, it's very, very sweet. Well, you here. say you say on your bio and stuff that you're that you do a lot of accents, dialects. Yeah. So let's hear a few. I'm curious. Is there is there one a go to? I mean, the Brooklyn's obvious. That's you. Is there any one particular yeah, th one? Well, there's uh, there's my voiceover uh, thing that I book a lot of voiceovers. I just did a huge pilot that uh, I think I think it got picked up a big animation pilot. Oh, congratulations! Um, yeah, it was funny. I was just doing my due diligence, googling. Hey, let me Google the pilot, the name of it. You know, I can't say the name of it, but I googled it, and then I see that 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 company trademarked it January fourteenth. So I'm like, well, if they fucking trademarked it, they just, I mean, we did this six months ago. If they just right. trademarked it in January this is of 2014, holy shit, this one. So I hit up the director today and she's like, yeah, it looks, looks good. She goes, people love it. I was like, oh, uh, oh fuck. Is that yeah. a regular role? Thing yeah, yeah, lead role, lead role. It's Fantastic. supposed to be like the new Scooby-Doo, so... That would be awesome. Yeah, Are yeah. you so Scooby-Doo? Scooby <laughs> and I play a character. I play a character. I play a teacher um, that is, uh, he's like... Uh, He's like, hey, how you doing over here? <laughs> hey, Vic, uh, Vic Cohen. Hey, <laughs> Vic Cohen is wonderful. You know, so. <laughs> That's the, good. Yeah, so those are, um, I don't know if you know the famous, uh, he, he does Porky Pig. I took a, took one of his animation what, classes. His name? his name is Bob Bergen. Oh, okay. John. Famous. Look him up. He's been fucking voice of everything. Yeah. So I take his class and he says to me, he's like, he, he points me out in front of everybody in the class and goes, this kid right here is a star. He goes, guys, whatever he's doing, watch him, and you come in and try to beat what Jimmy did. Holy shit. Like, this, really? Bob Bergen just said this to me? So then the next week, I'm in an audition against Bob Bergen. <laughs> We're in the room together reading... A, a, opposite each other but we're re and then we read you know we flip flop is that how that his. works in auditions for animation you actually read with each other for the same part switching off one for the other what it was was it was this uh this fishing lure or some shit like that and and uh we were all different fishing lures and uh and there's the the fisherman he's like all right i don't know what to get uh what should i use this fishing lure or should i use the cat fish one and then uh you know i'm like yeah get me over here i'm the best i'll drop it down in a book you know like and that's the whole thing so then he's doing and then i hear his version of my voice and uh, of that character and and it was like 
And I walked out, and he's like, he goes, Jimmy, you were so good. I'm like, Bob, it was a fucking pleasure to be in there. Now, there was another, like, newer voiceover kid who's, like, a big fan of mine, and he Facebooks me. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, he goes, it was such a pleasure to be in the room with you and Bob Bergen. And I was like, oh, dude, thank you so much. I mean, like, with Bob Bergen, not with me. He's like, no, dude. He goes, you were amazing. And I was like, oh, great. So have anyways, you, have you always done voices? Um, I haven't always. Well, as, as a comedian, I did impressions from day one. Who's your, let's hear one. Well, you know, I'm famous for my Gilbert Godfrey. Okay. So you know? was it mostly other comics you were impersonating? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do, you know. Well, let's do, hear do, a couple lines of Gilbert. Oh, Gilbert. Oh, yes. I'm Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, Jesus Christ. Vic Carr is sweating, sweating. I'm sweating my <laughs> balls off. It is hot in here. You know, like, so, <laughs> That's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. And see, and I really couldn't, you know, when I pulled back, I couldn't hear it. So it was like weird to me not being able to hear it. Oh, that was great. That's yeah. really good. Uh, so the, the, the career is very like across the board with you. Yeah. It has became, uh, when I first, I don't know if I told you when I first moved here, I got a writing job and then I got kind of fucked over by that. Um, I was working at, um, is this the, U the uh, YouTube thing? No, or? no, that was a heavy. Heavy was fine. I did that. That was good. We, we did that for a year or two or something like that, but no, it was, um, heavy. Was Millennium Productions hired me and then dream media. I can't, something, I can't remember the name of it was, but, um, they owed us a ton of money. The guy died. His name was Simon Say. He was a producer. He had produced tons of movies. <laughs> That's funny, Simon Say. Like, yeah. almost like Simon yeah, yeah. Says. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, T-S-E, yeah. Just one letter. Simon off. Say. Asian guy. And they didn't tell me for three months he was dead. I'm going to the office, and I'm still fucking sitting on my laptop, and I'm fucking writing Your every boss? day. Your huh? boss was dead, and they didn't tell you? They didn't tell me. And then they <laughs> came, and they go, you know what, Jimmy, we have to sit you down. And they sat me down, and they go, he died. What the fuck have you been doing here for three months? No one told you? <laughs> no, they owed me fucking money from coming. I mean, I was I was not. And what was that project? What was that that project? What um, were you writing? No, I was writing screenplays. I got oh, a job. Okay. They taught me. They, they liked wow. a script that I had written, and then they were teaching me how to write screenplays. But it was, you know, it's not that it was easy, but I've always been creative. Like, if I look back to, like, when I was in school, I never got good grades. But you know what I killed in? What did you do that summer? You know, like, <laughs> I'd yeah. always get a A plus. Were they made up stories or were they really good? <laughs> did you embellish a little? It, yeah, it was an embellishment <laughs> of whatever, just like in stand up. You I know, backpacked like, across Africa, yeah. the whole continent. <laughs> no, but I'd always have. And it's funny because some of my um, teachers have came back, like these nuns that are like 70 and stuff now. And they came to see me perform and they're like, you always could tell stories. And they'd tell me. Yeah, you know, because I got kicked feeling. out of Catholic school in like fifth grade, but they they remembered me. And it's that like, was three years ago. That was your yeah, long. I was. You're not the best student. I'm not that. Good. <laughs> I'm not very. Did you go to college or you just hit the road with your comedy? I uh, started stand up. I tried to start stand up at 17, and um, I couldn't get on stage till I was 19. My father pretty much went and uh, threatened the guy. He was like, "Look, I don't want to hear his jokes no more." Because I went at 17, they were like, "No." Nope, you got to get on, you can't get on stage. There's a bar here and blah, blah, blah at the local comedy club. And then I, where was this? It was at Wise Guys. It was in uh, Syracuse, New York at that okay. point. Uh huh. Yeah. Is that where you were growing up? Yeah. I grew up, I grew up there, but I had been off and on through Brooklyn throughout my teen, teen uh, life. And, and my cousins 
were out there. They're all back, like, in Ireland and Italy. Like, I really have no cousins in, like, America. It's kind of weird, you know. You like, told me that you were almost killed. Let You know, and I think it's important we talk about that as briefly as possible. You said you were... I know, we're, we're rolling. This okay. is moving fast. But um, if I were listening to the show, as yeah. I have been, you dropped a bomb in the first five minutes saying that you were almost killed... I don't know if it was with gambling or something, oh, or, but the quickest yeah. way you can just, just let's yeah. get that, let's yeah. knock that story so, off. Because- so, uh, I was, uh, not going on the road and I was dealing poker for like this Russian or Armenian or something right here in Hollywood. And it was, there was a guy that was like an Armenian or Russian, whatever he was, you know, Eastern European. And he was, uh, jealous and he was younger. He's like, how come I never see you here before? No, no. And I go, no, you never see me. That's just what I said. I said, no, you said no. You never. Like, so, and, and I tried to be funny with it. And he's like, I don't like your jokes. Uh, I, <laughs> you don't deal fast enough. I'm going to uh, tell the boss. And and then I go, look, no, I'm dealing fast. You need to take more the the money. Like, you'd have to take. It's called a rake. And they, we were taking, like, way too much. I don't know if you know poker. Like, we were oh. s- literally stealing from the customers. Oh. And I'm like. And like, like, like the elite, like, 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 if they, that's yeah. like on purpose, like they, oh, everyone knew the customers or you literally were stealing, like, and, like they had they no knew. idea, not they about knew. an ante up. I'm talking, you were just literally stealing yeah. under their nose. Yeah. Like, you know, there's the pot and then you go, Hey, and, and like, I'd have to take five, but they tell me to take 15. So I'd have to take three chips and I had really fast hands. So I'd like, I'd like, Hey, take five. And I'd take 15. Oh my God. Yeah. And it was like, right. So that's everything crazy. was fine. So now. This guy, um, so I go on break, and they take me in this room. They close the door. You know, Jimmy, everyone like you. This is a different guy, but same fucking accent, right? Uh, you know what I mean? It's like, everyone like you, but uh, you need to deal faster. You know, the, the people they deal. And I say, you know what? I'm good, man. Can we just, can I get paid? I'm going to leave. And he goes, well, no, you, you know, you have to work. No, 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 you just pay me. You know what? Fuck it. Don't pay me. No, no, I pay. I pay. And he fucking pays me right there like a thousand bucks. And then I just fucking leave, like, and it, and to get into that place, I'll never forget. Jamie Fox was having a party downstairs. Is this downtown would, or Hollywood? Did you it was say? in Hollywood with these tons of fucking models, and it was like loud and stuff. And you had to go through the party, but then you had to go through the dark for like a good like couple floors through the dark with this bouncer to get up to this room that opened up into this casino. And I was like, holy shit, like, once once I realized, like, Cat could be fucking killed. So, then they had guns and stuff, and I just you went. saw guns? Oh, yeah. Dudes had guns, like, right on there. Like, exposed? It, yeah, you know, their they're the little. holsters? Holsters, yeah. Yeah, it was fucking scary, dude. And when the dude closed the door, the dude had the gun, and he had his, his hand on his, I was, I was going to be shot in the back of the fucking head. You thought as you were leaving, it was over? Yeah. Did your wife know you were working there? She knew. She knew they were a little shady. A little? When, yeah, but I didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be that shady. The money was like, you know, 1500 a day. Man, I hope Cash. You, so are you living a little safer these days? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, don't fuck with that, no. I mean, I'm hearing like, I'm hearing like insane gambling. I'm, you know, and then you I'm know, not, mobsters. None of that. that and, life, yeah, that life is no, no more. Right. Now, um, we haven't really gotten to your credits, uh, which are fantastic. Uh, the Supreme- I have a huge movie coming out called uh, Rivers Nine. Okay. Where um, the lead and uh, Vinnie Jones from Lockstock Smoking Barrels, Snatch, uh, X Men, Jamie Kennedy's in it. C. Thomas Howell, Elizabeth Rome from American Hustle. That movie, go look. Rivers Nine. It's coming out. It'll be, 
I think it's through Lionsgate or whatever. It comes out this year. That's really great. excited. That's what you, what role biggest. are you playing in that? I play this uh, character, Bruno, and um, it's it's about a redneck uh, casino, a Native American casino, and it get and there's a big casino heist, and the mm -hmm. mafia comes from Ohio, and those are my mob bosses, and we have to deal with uh, Vinnie Jones, who's very nasty to everybody. He but he's running the casino. Now, to find you online is Jimmy, uh, funnyjimmy.com. Yeah, fun, funnyjimmy.com. And then you've got the Buddha. Yeah. Uh, you can go to Brooklyn, you can go Brooklyn Buddha at Jimmy Della Valley. But if you can go to funnyjimmy.com, you can just add me on Facebook or Twitter. The icon's at the bottom of all my pages Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube or whatever. Now, um, You've got uh, the Sopranos uh, credit. Yeah. And do people just go crazy when they see that? Yeah, they get excited. Um, I got fucked over on Sopranos. I was I got booked for three episodes, and I couldn't uh, do it. I couldn't do the... What, what happened was I showed up to the table read. There's like 40 fucking people at the table read. James Gandolfini, the and, whole crew? Yeah, Gandolfini actually sat right next to me and banged my knees the whole time. Like, he's very fidgety. I got nervous when you said bang, like banged yeah, my wife. Yeah, banged. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> as yeah, long as he just banged yeah, your knees. <laughs> no, no, great guy. But he was banging my knees like he's very fidgety, and he would go, hurrah, hurrah, hurrah. He'd do that, like, pre preparation, and it was... Like clearing his throat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like... <laughs> You know, something like that. You know, it was weird. Um, but it was great. That was his preparation of how he would do it. But people would be reading and you'd hear him, you know, doing it. Do you think he had a health issue? Because it sounds so weird. No, no. That was a preparation. It was, it was a... That's his acne Meisner or something. Yeah, some acne sounds method. Sounds like he needed a Kleenex. Whatever it was. Um, yeah. But um, so he was great. And uh, w we did that. And then um, they came to me with a contract. And they're like, oh, you're no longer three episodes, you're one episode. We we love you, though, so we want to keep you in it. So I only had a few lines. Okay. You know? But I'm still, I go down in history as being on Sopranos. That, you know, to me, that's... A credit's a credit. Exciting. And that yeah. show in particular, I yeah. mean, yeah. you know. That's... I mean, everybody saw the episode. Everyone's like, holy shit. Like, what happened? What would you, they do to you? Were you one of the mobsters? No, Weren't you on the ground? I think I saw the Yeah, no, clip. no, I was a mobster. I was... Um, Imagine you playing a mobster. Yeah, I was I was a mobster, and I was uh, Robert Loja, the famous Robert Loja, had hired us. That was the storyline. He had hired us. He came out of prison. He hired us to go behind Tony's back and rob these valets at this famous country club. Okay. And that's what happened. And I think in the clip we see them, if you go online, you can find his yeah. reel, uh, Jimmy's reel. I think they're like, the valets are on the ground, they're tied up. They're on the ground, up. yeah. And, yeah, and the actor is uh, Victor Cruz, who we... Uh, we actually kill who uh, Victor's gone on to do a ton of shows and movies. That was his first thing he ever did. And now he's teaching acting class. He's like a freckled Puerto Rican uh, actor. But he was a stand-up comedian since he was 16. And I knew him back in New York City. And we used to perform together every night. And then when we were on Sopranos together, it was like, holy shit. And we had our trailers and we took pictures together. It was... Were you nervous? Um... I wasn't. I wasn't nervous. Um, I'm never, never nervous when I when I act. I've always had an issue like doing stand up in front of the um, in front of the camera, like the video when when they're taping. Oh, uh -huh. I'm always like, oh fuck, they're taping. I can't say this. I can't. Oh, I shouldn't swear. Or I shouldn't. So now I like. I don't give a fuck no more. I swear. I do whatever. And someone's like, well, well, you, man, if you'd have been clean, you could have got a cleaner tape. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. We can go. We can play. Oh, we can go. Jimmy okay. just pointed at the clock. If you're not watching the video, yeah, we're getting. I'm close. a pro, motherfuckers. Yes, we just go down our. <laughs> um, okay, I was just uh, I was just told in my head that um, Jenny has to take the bus. 
Jenny's our producer. Yeah, we were only going to go about two minutes. Is that okay? Or are you going to miss the bus in two minutes? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had this magic voice in my head saying, I have to take the bus. Yeah, yeah. But we'll, uh, we'll make sure you take the bus. Okay. Because Jenny comes from very far away. And I'm going to continue just burning time talking about her yeah, yeah, listen, bus. And the two minutes doesn't start until we're done with Jenny's right. bus. All right. Well, situation. listen, it's been so great to have you. The time is just like totally blown away. I'll have um, to come back and tell yeah, the rest of the story. I would love to hear it. Um, again, uh, if people want to see your dates. Yeah. Funnyjimmy.com. I got, uh, I'm headlining Levity Live. Go to levitylive.com on May 29th. Best comedy club in the country. They, all the improvs own it. It's in Nyack, New York. May 30th, I'm headlining my hometown, um, Syracuse, New York. The Palace Theater holds 700 people. We're going to sell that fucker out. They said tickets are selling already. You can go to palaceonjames.com or you can go to Brown Paper Tickets and put in uh, Jimmy Della Valley. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Jimmy. I really appreciate all your honesty. That's thank you, really buddy. helpful. It's it's very inspiring and it creates a safe place, you know, for, for me to be honest, too. And right. Not that I'm ever dishonest, but... You know what I mean? The temperature in the room when yeah. there's that kind of honesty just creates a right. a really nice feel. Yeah, I didn't so, know it was going to go this way, but it went this way, and it's all good. Well, it was very real, and I appreciate that. And yeah. I'm sure all of you listening to as well and watching. All right, well, thanks again, Jimmy, and we'll keep, we'll keep in touch. Now we have to, for sure. Of course, man. And uh, we'll have you back at some point way down the road when you've got a ton more stuff when you're like Sounds that good. A-lister, and yeah. you're going to still come back. I will it's come a fair back. question. As long as uh, Jenny isn't riding the bus. <laughs> She's right. riding the bus. She fucks up my interview. I don't like that. <laughs> Jenny's gone. Yeah, she turned into a man. You, you've got this guy. That's her That's her lover. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again. This has been Vic Cohen's It's a Fair Question. We'll see you soon. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair question. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair question. It's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair quest, quest, question.